Chapter Twenty of Living with Our Children by Clara D. Pearson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Fact or Fiction. When Job spake in his wrath, declaring all men to be liars, he expressed a conviction of which he afterward repented, yet it is eternally true that all men have been liars, and it is a heart-breaking moment when the young mother first detects her eldest-born in a falsehood. She does not remember the time when, in her turn, she so appalled her mother, or, if she was fortunate enough to have been one of the younger members of an old-fashioned family, when she lied without appalling her mother. Perhaps at this moment, more frequently than at any other of the disciplinary crises of child-rearing, does a sense of consternation and utter inadequacy overwhelm mothers. How can they ever instill a love of truth into the beguiling little criminal, who vowed that he had not gone near the jam-pot, even while his face and fingers bore the tell-tale stains? truth among a civilized people like ours is considered so fundamental everything even our system of credit presupposes the integrity of the individual what a black future must then await the child who will look his parents in the eye and lie lie before he is six so the reasoning is apt to run, and various punishments are considered, from washing out the mouth with laundry soap, which has been thought peculiarly to fit the crime, to those spankings which Mrs. Wiggin declares do not reach the seat of the conscience. But hold, there may be some subtle significance in that phrase, before he is six. Children are not born with an understanding of the nature and importance of truthfulness. That develops more or less rapidly, and its development is retarded by the extreme vividness of imagination possessed by the young child, most of whose games and diversions depend upon successful making-believe. The boundary line between the real and the imaginary is sometimes very vague one boy of eight who had lived for several years in an institution confessed to his adopted parents that he was the one guilty of a certain misdeed and when it was later ascertained that he was quite innocent was reproved and questioned concerning his action and told that he should tell the truth this was his reply why you said that you wished that somebody would confess to having done it and so i did what is truth he was an alert and intelligent boy but his had not been the normal life with attention to his individual needs and it proved that his idea of truth was saying what people wanted you to say such an instance may be almost without parallel yet the fact that it could occur shows that the comprehension of what truth means is not inborn many children are punished for lying when they do not understand what the trouble is and there is a cruel injustice done which can never be undone why wait for such a crisis to arise before making sure that the child knows the nature of a lie and why it is wrong why not 
when telling the bedtime stories or reading aloud from the christmas book speak of the tale as fiction something that we like to think and talk about but which never really and truly happened your little auditor will recognize a familiar ring to the definition if you tell him that fiction is only pretending making believe that it happened so and it is easy to add that you would not wish him to think that it did happen when it did not and when you are relating some thrilling incident in our national history like the familiar thanksgiving story of the baby who was hidden from the indians by having a brass dye kettle turned over him state that this is fact not pretending at all when the foundation is prepared in this way you are ready perhaps a fortnight later to help the child understand that while fiction is all right when we are playing and know that it is fiction it makes a great deal of trouble if people are allowed to think that it is fact or truth it makes so much trouble that people have given another name to it a name that tells quickly what it is they call it a lie and they call people who tell fiction and try to make others believe that it is fact liars it is a shameful thing to be a liar when people have told many lies others never know whether to believe them or not even if they tell facts after that people think that they may be telling lies it is a good thing to let the children take their turn at telling fiction stories and fact stories some of baron munchausen's stories make striking instances in such storytelling bouts and it is fun to devise tales of the same preposterous character about home happenings it makes it all so much more vivid and frequently recalled and then there is the tragic old incident of the boy who called wolf so often for the fun of seeing the men run to drive the animal away when there was no wolf that one day when he uttered the old call the men did not believe him and remained quietly eating their dinner while a wolf ate him that was quite different from the fiction like munchausen stories it was fiction which pretended to be fact and the boy came to be known as a liar so that even his facts were not believed children can readily see how untruthfulness undermines confidence if mother should promise you some great pleasure promise it without meaning you should have it and later should say oh i was only fooling do you think you would believe such a promise again soon and if you kept making her promises and breaking them when you could have kept them do you think she would have much faith in you promises are very important things if you ever have to break a promise you should make it a point to explain fully and back up your explanation with proof as soon as possible in order not to shake the child's faith in you and to show him how you prize your reputation for truthfulness alas there is such a thing as temptation in this world and there is a subconscious feeling that a lie is a very present help in trouble it is not strange that our young people occasionally sin in this respect 
especially in households where hasty judgments and severe punishments are the rule they must not be made to feel themselves quite beyond the pale if they do why not before it becomes a personal matter confused by tears and all sorts of emotional strain have it understood that the wisest thing to do if a person has been so foolish and wrong as to tell a lie is to correct it just as soon as possible by telling the truth the longer a lie goes uncorrected the more trouble it makes and the more courage it takes to correct it if one has been told the easiest and wisest way is to say instantly what i have just told you is not so i should not have said it the truth is and then give it was it not saint francis de sales who counseled thus it is the wisest advice ever given to those who are tempted to lie and who is not in youth End of chapter twenty